we are right in the middle of one of the greatest feasts of the Lord. Uh, sun, sunset this past Wednesday uh, started our Feast of Tabernacles, and it goes through this coming Wednesday at sunset. So we're right in the middle of it, and there's so much revelation knowledge. And, and with the revelation knowledge, the Bible says you will know uh, the truth, and the truth will set you free. So the revelation that we get is going to bring us to that next level of freedom. And in these feasts, how exciting. I show you this chart over and over. You probably memorized it by now. But we've moved through the four spring feasts where Jesus has come and fulfilled those uh, as Passover lamb and his first fruits. Uh, our unleavened bread and our first fruits of the resurrection, all that's taken place. Then on Pentecost, the Holy Ghost came and birthed the church. Say, that's us. Come on, say, that's us. Come on, say it like some Holy Ghost people. Say, that's us. Yeah. Hallelujah. So we, uh, God ushered in the church age, which we're right in the middle of that right now, in the church age, and we're empowered by the Spirit of God, not only on us, but now living in us and flowing through us. Praise God. So don't be ashamed to be Pentecostal. Don't be ashamed to be charismatic. Don't be ashamed to be used by the Spirit of God because that's God's purpose in the church age. That's where we're at. And then he says there's three feasts yet to be fulfilled. And that one we celebrated several weeks ago with Rosh Hashanah. Feast of Trumpets uh, corresponds with the rapture. Because when the church age is over, God's going to take the church out. And that because as long as the church is here, the devil can't do everything he wants to do. The Antichrist can't do everything he wants to do. Because we've got power. Come on, flex your muscles. Come on, show me your guns. we got power. Come on. You may not feel powerful, but God has given you the power of His Spirit. And as long as we're here, the devil can't do 100% what he wants to do. And the Bible says when we, are ta we who uh, restrain him have been taken out, then the spirit of the Antichrist that's already here will have full manifest, and that will lead into those seven years of tribulation. But then there's the Feast of Atonement, Yom Kippur, where Jesus Christ, the second coming of Jesus, is He's coming back here. And that leads right into Tabernacles or Booths or Sukkot, which is where we're at now, which is a messianic uh, rule and reign, the kingdom age, where a hundred, uh, thousand years, there'll be a thousand years of peace with Jesus ruling and reigning with us, ruling with Him here on this earth. We're right in the midst of that, how exciting of all these that are yet to come. So here's some instruction that God gave uh, during this feast for us to do in Leviticus 23 and verse 3. Father, I pray as we study your word, read your word, receive your word, believe your word, stand on your word, and practice your word, Lord God, that we will go forth in power, that we would go forth in your anointing, and Lord, we'd go forth in our revelation knowledge that brings freedom and liberty to all. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. And amen. Here in Leviticus 23, verse 33, it says, Then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to the children of Israel, saying, That the fifteenth day of the seventh month shall be the Feast of Tabernacles for seven days to the Lord. And we're right in the middle of that. Then he goes in verse 40. Look at what he said in verse 40 here. And you shall take for yourselves on the first day of the fruit, the, the fruit of the beautiful trees, branches of palm trees. Say palm trees. Branches of palm trees and boughs of leafy trees and willows, say willows, and willows of the brook. So you're going to take palm branches of palm trees and you're going to take branches of willow trees and you shall rejoice before the Lord your God for seven days. What a strange instruction that the Lord has given us here 
that as we are in, the, in this feast that we're celebrating even now, the fulfillment of Jesus coming back to rule and reign, he says, in preparation and in foresight, going into this, he says, I want you to take in one hand a palm branch and in the other hand a weeping willow and I want you to go and rejoice before the Lord your God during this feast, which shows us this mixture in life. Every one of us have to deal with. First, the palm branch, which represents prosperity, it represents victory, it represents success, and it represents joy. So we all in life have successes and victories. We have a joy and prosperity afforded unto us. But think about it. So when you, you and I know when we think of a palm tree, what do you think about? I think about sunshiny days, right? I think about the beach. I think about fun. I think about vacation. I think about happy times. I love going to Litchfield by a, a, a beach in South Carolina and we drive up to the place and the palm trees are there and we're like, yes, we're on vacation. We can eat. We don't have to worry about carbs this week. Glory to God. I mean, we're having a wonderful time just going in there. Uh, we go down to Palm Beach. Oh my, it's beautiful. I mean, Palm Springs. Where, I mean, it's just vacation. It's happy days. It's happy time. But in the Bible, the palm represented the victory and the success that the Jewish culture would have. As they, when they, there was a victory in battle, they would have a parade and they would take the palm branches. That's why on the triumphal entry of Jesus coming, you remember into Jerusalem, what did they, were they waving? The palm branches because they said, here's the Messiah, here he is. He's going to deliver us from the bondage and, and the pain that Rome has brought into our lives. He is the one ushering in our victory. So it represents powerful, good, and happy times that are happening. So in one hand, you've got the palm branch. But he said this strange thing, that in this Feast of Tabernacles, I want you to also take in the other hand the weeping willow. Wow. The branch that represents weeping. See, when you see a weeping willow, look at here. You see it bent over. You see it like it's crying, like it's uh, in distress, like it's weighed down. You see that there. It kind of represents sad times and trials and adversity and heaviness. Uh, Brother Warren was telling me after the first service, it represented, he said, I had a flashback. Pastor, I had a flashback. Did you see me jump? I said, what happened? He says, I saw that weeping willow. That's the tree we used to have to go and break a limb out of to get a spanking. I said, ah, yes, the weeping willow for sure. Someone else came up to me before the service and said they, they had to do the same thing. I said, yes. But what amazes me about God's instructions here is here the palm that represents health and here's the, the weeping willow that represents sickness. Here's the palm that represents prosperity. And here's the willow that represents being destitute and struggling and with need. Uh, and we're to take both of them and we're to go before the Lord and rejoice always. I mean, think about it. This is how life really is. Come on. Life is continually a what? Palm or a willow. Some of us have palm days and sometimes we have willow days where the tears are flowing and things are tough. But I'm here to remind us today from God's Word that whatever you're going through, whether you have a palm tree day or a willow day, we've got to learn to worship God anyway. 
that we've got to carry our palm and our willow before the Lord and to rejoice before Him. And that's what He's teaching us in this feast. That whether we have a palm day or a willow day, a good time or bad time, or hard times or easy times, God is the same. He is the same. He does not change. Our circumstances are subject to change, but God does not change. He is faithful and He is good all the time and His blessings are all the time. Come on, somebody. Take a moment and say, I praise the Lord. Come on, take a moment and just say, Lord, you're worthy to receive praise no matter what I'm going through, no matter what I'm feeling in my body, no matter where my emotions are, no matter what's going on in my family, you deserve the praise. Hallelujah. See, God doesn't take His favor away just because you're going through a willow day. God doesn't turn His back on you during your willow days. And He's calling us to another level of maturity where we understand that and we know that and we're no longer tossed to and fro by every wind and every wave, but we stand strong to say, in the good times and in the bad times, I will praise the Lord. When it looks like it's not going to work out and when it looks like it's going to work out, it really doesn't matter. I know my God's going to make, make all things work out for good to those who love Him and are called according to His purpose. Hallelujah. So we got to grow up. we got to mature in ourselves and say, I my life is to be a life of praise no matter if I'm on the mountain or if I'm going through the valley. God is the God of the mountains and God is the God of the valleys, the good times and the bad times. Say amen. amen. I wonder how many of you this morning are having a palm day. A palm day where things are good. Anybody? Nobody? Okay, okay. Let me see some palms here. You, you're feeling healthy and blessed. The marriage is good. The kids are acting okay. School is good. Work is good. Your money's not acting funny. Come on. Good days. Palm days. Come on. Anybody in here rejoice? Rejoice. Hallelujah. It's a good day. It's a palm day. Praise God. See, the whole thing about the Feast of Tabernacles, if you'll remember, God said, I want you to build a booth for these seven days and, and the, root, the, the tops are to be opened up just like they were in the wilderness to remind you and your children that when they were in the wilderness in the hot of the desert sun, I brought a cloud by day. See, God was the first one to bring some air conditioning. He likes air conditioning. Hallelujah. I feel really good. I'm on God's side here. And uh, so He brought them His sign of His presence comfort and direction. That was their GPS. He said, wherever the cloud moves, pack up your booth and follow the cloud and you'll be where the anointing is pouring out. But then at night, he says, in the cold desert, for you that don't like it cold, he brought a pillar of fire. He turned the heat on. How many of you like it when you turn the heat on? Man, I can leave the heat off until about February. I'll be okay. Okay, but nonetheless, God brought a pillar of fire for those that like it warm. And he gave them light in the darkness of the desert and gave them heat in the coldness of the desert. And he also gave them their GPS at night because God can move day or night. You don't have to wait for the daytime for God to move. He can move in the midnight hour. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Ask Paul and Silas at midnight what they saw happen in that prison cell. The hand of God can move in any time and in any place and is not hindered by man's calendar or clock. Praise God. So, so God said, build these booths so that you're reminded and your children are reminded that as you've moved into the promised land and you moved into your nice houses and you moved into your comfortable life that you won't forget me in the palm days. Now, he knew we weren't going to forget him in the willow days because we all going to run into God when things aren't working out. 
We all can cry on God's shoulder when the pain is intense. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Some of those that'll say I'm an atheist, but they can be in the midst of the greatest trial and they say, oh God, help me. Before they even realize it, it comes out of their mouth. It's easy to call on God in the willow days, but let me tell you what. God says, I know you. I know you. And you have the tendency in the palm days to forget me. So build these booths every year to be reminded and to remind your children that you are not to forget to praise me when you move into the land that flows with milk and honey. Don't forget to praise me when you're all healthy. Don't forget to praise me when your family's all together. Don't forget to praise me when all the bills are paid and there's a little left over in the bank account. He said, because I inhabit your praises. I bring my anointing. I bring my power. I bring my strength. I bring my provision. I bring covenant with you, into you, when you praise me. I move. I inhabit. I yashab your praises. There is a scripture in Isaiah 15, 7 that makes so much sense when you understand it in context. It says, therefore, the abundance they have gotten and that which they have laid up Shall they carry away to the brook of the willows? Now, on surface, that doesn't sound very encouraging. It sounds like you get built up, and then you go to the brook of the willows, and it all gets taken. But that's not what in context is saying. In context is saying, it's teaching us that if we will praise God in our palm days, that there is a yashab empowering, prospering anointing of God that takes us to the next level, builds us up higher and higher, strengthens us, lays up abundance in us so that when we come to the brook of the willows, and it literally says this in the Hebrew, that it will sustain you and cause you to pass through. Not set up camp, but pass through the brook of the willows. In other words, when we learn to praise God in the good times and worship Him when there is no problem, it builds something up in us by the heart of God and the hand of God that when we have to face a willow day, we're not going to camp out there. It's temporary. We're just passing through because it will sustain us. Hallelujah. See, there are two great times of vulnerability we all face. The first one is when you have nothing. When you have nothing, you're vulnerable. But there's another time that is equally, if not more dangerous, and that's when you have everything. And God knows that, and that's what the Feast of Sukkot is all about, is that we don't look to what we have, we look to the God who blessed us with what we have in the good times. God wants us to lean on Him in the palm days as well as the willow days. So whether you receive a good report or a bad report, whether you're dealing with pain and sorrow or joy and success, He wants us to come before Him rejoicing. He commands that. So much so He set up the feast and He said, come before me with the palm in one hand and the willow in the other hand, rejoicing before my presence. Hallelujah. The Apostle Paul understood this. In Philippians 4, 12 and 13, he says it this way. I know both how to face humble circumstances and how to have abundance. Everywhere and in all things I have learned the secret both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I think we need to declare that. Let's say it. I can do all things through Christ 
who strengthens me. Let's say it again. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Hallelujah. I've learned to worship God in my palm days when I'm on top of the world. And I've learned to worship God in my willow days when my world is falling apart. He says, I've learned you don't take your eyes off of Jesus. You don't take your eyes off of the Lord. Whether I'm in the palace or I'm in the prison, I'm going to worship Him. Whether I'm running free or I'm fighting heavy chains, God is with me. Hallelujah. See, we've got to learn how to deal with this correctly. We've got to learn how to deal with this in our lives. Because on one hand, you can start out with a palm day and end up with a willow day. You know how life is. One phone call, one text, one email, and just like that, your palm day goes to a willow day. You are shouting, fun, life, it was good, and all of a sudden you get this news and tears are flowing. There's trials and burdens and weeping. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? But on the other hand, miracles can happen just like that too. You can start out with a weeping willow day and just like that, a palm branch can appear in your hand. Time to bounce back. The, the wind is blowing and, and there's sudden breakthrough that God brings into your life. Hallelujah. And God is teaching us that what we are to do is to be stuck on praise, if I could say it that way. Stuck on praise. Learning to praise God in the good times. And learning to praise God in the bad. Learning to praise Him with the willow. And learning to praise Him with the palm. Come on now. In His presence, let me tell you what, we're going to bless Him anyway, no matter what's going on. That's why Paul said in Philippians 4 and 4, I love this verse, one of the first verses of Scripture I ever memorized as a child. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say, rejoice. Come on, let's say that. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say, rejoice. Hallelujah. Turn to someone and say, whether you're having a willow or a palm day. Go ahead and tell them. Whether you're having a willow or a palm day, the Bible commands you, tell them, the Bible commands you to rejoice in the Lord always. The Bible tells you to rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say, rejoice. Hallelujah. I'm here to tell you God is with you. God is good. God is faithful. God is a God who will turn it around. He'll turn it around. Hallelujah. Jesus said in John 16 and 20, He says, I'll turn your sorrow into joy. He's a turnaround God. You may be dealing with sorrow right now and that willow is in your hand, but God said, don't you forget there's a palm in your hand as well. I'm a God that will turn it around and I'm a God of the palm. Hallelujah. And I'll see that your sorrow is turned to joy. Hallelujah. See, some days can seem like willow days. I've got up before and I felt all down. You've never been there. You get your halos from Dollar Tree and... You feel all up on every day. But I, I, mine, mine, I got a, a, de, a defective one. That halo I got from Dollar, I went to Dollar General. I updated mine. And that one was defective too. There's some days I'll get up feeling all down. A willow day. Seems like nothing good going on. Kids acting crazy. Pastor, retreat, uh, Pastor Rodica not treating me right. I mean, just, just, just. Money acting funny, tore up from the floor up, all jacked up. Anybody, anybody ever been there? 
Seemed like everything wrong. But the Bible tells us to bring our willows and still rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. Now, y'all know I was just joking about Pastor Radika. She's, she's permanently good. Hallelujah. I got to fix that one before I go home. <laughs> Kids ain't crazy. Got to fix that one before I go home. I was trying to make a point. I was trying to make a point. See, I know what it's like to have willow days. Yes, I've been there. I've had to preach through willows. I've had to preach just hours after we lost the pregnancy. And it was on a Mother's Day. And Pastor Radika was right there as well. Amazed, amazed me at what God could do through our willow days. I had to perform a wedding the day after my, burying my dad and having travel challenges to get from South Carolina to Florida to perform that wedding. I prayed for someone's healing when my body was in so much pain. It was almost unbearable. I've encouraged others when I felt so in despair in myself and I felt like nobody was there to encourage me. I've had willow days. But I've learned that whether good or bad, joyful or mad, happy or sad, I've learned I'm going to praise my God anyway. I'm going to praise my God anyway. And our praise has a way of turning the sorrow into joy. Oh, if we could mature and learn that, that I'm going to praise Him in the midst of the good and I'm going to praise Him in the midst of the bad. And I praise Him when everything's good because He's deserving and He's going to empower me that when I come to a willow day in the brook of the willows, that that which I got praising Him with the palm is going to carry me through the brook of the willow. Hallelujah. See, we got to stop making a bigger deal of our willow days over our palm days. We get up with a headache. Oh, my head hurts. And, you know, my head, it hurts so bad. And, and we announce to the world, it's a willow day. We call, text, email, tweet, Facebook, 20 people before we get to the kitchen. Tell them about how bad our head hurts. It's a willow day. We make big deals of our willow days. Just read Facebook. I've got 5,000 friends and I, I, I would hope most of them are good Christians and they love the Lord because I know most of them. Uh, and you know what? And I don't have crazy friends on there. <laughs> and I see a lot of announcement of Willow Days. A lot. But I want you to challenge yourself that when you get up and you don't have a headache, that you will call or text or tweet or Facebook about 20 people and let them know I'm making a big deal that this is a Palm Day. Hallelujah. I thank God that I'm healed and I'm feeling fine today. I thank God I got a promotion today. I thank God I've been blessed. I thank God I sold a house this week. I thank God that he's been good to me. Come on now. But demonic superstition tells us that when we have a Palm Day, and if you happen to slip up and talk about that Palm Day, you better knock on wood. You ever heard that silliness? You ever participated in that demonic activity? Got to knock on wood. You don't have to knock on wood because Jesus hung on wood to take the cross, to take the curse off of your life. Come on now. And God wants us to praise Him with the Palm Days as well as the Willow Days. We need to make a big deal of our palm days. Hallelujah. 
But if you're stuck in immaturity, you'll only come to God on your willow days. Come on now. Where we turn to Him out of complaint. See, Satan wants us stuck there. Because he knows that Isaiah verse, that when we worship and praise God for the palm days, it builds up an abundance and a substance in us that carries us safely through the willow days. Satan does not want us to praise God in the palm days. That's why Christians talk more about what they don't have, about their pain, about their lack, than they do about how good God is and how He has provided. And I'm telling you what, we've got we've to mature, we've got to change that. Because we'll always be living in a deficit if we only come to God in the willow days. God told Moses, I set up this feast of tabernacles because I'm concerned about the Palm Day people. That they're going to get into their Palm Day, they're going to get into their houses they didn't build, they're going to be taking fruit from the vines of vineyards they didn't plant, and they're going to be enjoying this land that flows with milk and honey, and they're going to forget, they're going to forget to praise me in the Palm Day. So I need to set up this feast to remind you and to remind your children and your children's children to come that we need to praise God in the good times as well as the bad. That the willow tree people will turn to God, yes, and cry out to Him. But the palm tree people need to boast in the Lord always as well. Hallelujah. I say this. You see people who get blessed with a boat. And they'll take the very blessing of the boat and stop going to worship God corporately in what He so loves and desires and take the blessing and it takes them away from God. That's just an example. I say hitch up that boat, pull it, park it right out here in front. Everybody can see it if you want. That's your blessing. You call it blessing. But come together and celebrate with palms of the goodness of God and then go and enjoy yourself. Hallelujah. Because that's what the Feast of Tabernacles is teaching us. Praise God during the palm days which strengthens us to overturn the willow days. Hallelujah. I believe we need to discipline ourselves. It doesn't come naturally. We need to discipline ourselves to rejoice in the Lord always. To rejoice in the Lord in the palm days so that it will strengthen us to overturn our willow days. I don't know about you, but when I get that revelation, I say, you know what? I don't have a pain in my body. I'm going to thank God for that. Hallelujah. I'm able to walk on these two feet today. I'm going to thank God for that. I'm able to use my hands. I'm going to thank God for that. I'm still seeing in full color. I'm going to thank God for that. I'm still hearing. I'm going to thank God for that. I still got my family. I'm going to thank God for that. I'm going to bless Him uh, in the palm days. I'm going to bless Him for His blessings and His healing and His breakthrough and His favor because you know what? He can come before me with the palm and with the willow. Let me give you a couple of scriptures as we wrap this thing up. Psalms 34, verse 1. The psalmist said, now this is God giving this to us to understand the Palm Day blessing. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. I will bless the Lord at all times. Look at Psalms 103, 
Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless His holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all His benefits. What are these benefits? He forgives all your iniquities. Come on, bless Him. He heals all your diseases. Come on and bless Him. He redeems your life from destruction. Come on and bless Him. He crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies. Come on and bless Him. He satisfies your mouth with good things. Come on and bless Him. He causes your youth to be renewed like the eagles. Come on and bless Him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Psalm 30, verse 5. For his anger is but for a moment, but his favor is for life. Come on, say his favor is for life. Hallelujah. He says, joy, you may endure weeping for the night, but joy comes in the morning. Don't give up in the night. Don't you quit. Don't you get discouraged. And don't you run because your palm day is coming. Joy is coming in the morning. Hallelujah. And I love this one here, Psalms 115, verse 18. He says, this is the runner. He's all set, ready to hear the gun shoot so he can go. He says, but we will bless the Lord from this time forth and forever praise the Lord. What does this mean? This means that you and I need to make a decision and we need to make it right now. We need to make it right now on this Sunday. We need to make a choice that we are blessed, that the goodness of God is still in our life, that we're, we're not out of the will of God because we've had some willow days, that God has not turned His back on us because we've had some willow days, we're, that God is not mad at us because we've had some willow days. And we need to make up our mind that from this day forth, I will bless the Lord. Come on. From this day forth, going forward... I will praise Him. From this day forward, I will exalt His name. From this day forward, I'll ascribe glory and honor and praise to the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Hallelujah. Glory! Hallelujah. Now the story is told of this preacher who was getting ready to dedicate their new building. This wasn't us, okay? They were, they were a Pentecostal charismatic group like us, but they were going to dedicate their new building one Sunday, and they had invited their mayor. Thank God we're blessed that the mayor is a part of our church. But this was a big, big deal. They'd never had the mayor visit them before, ever. Mayor, you just don't realize how important you are. Where are you at out here? Maybe he's not here today. I saw Sister Phyllis. I saw her. Well, the two of one. So if the two are one, then he is here. Hallelujah. <laughs> But uh, this was such a big deal. And they had these other dignitaries coming in. And they said, you know, he, they had this guy in the church, Brother Bud. You got a Brother Bud in your church? Brother Bud get excited. And he starts shouting, woo, woo. And he start running. You know, he start running. And he start dancing. And you, we all need some Brother Buds in the church. I want to anoint you all to be Brother Buds today. Hallelujah. I'd rather a little wildfire than, than, than no fire. Come on now. So, so uh, Brother Bud always showed out. And then the preacher went to him and said, You know what? You know what? Uh, Brother Bud, we've got a special day today. We're dedicating the building. We've got all these uh, uh, special guys coming in and gals. And, and uh, I just want you to try to kind of keep it calm if you can. And Brother Bud said, Well, you know, Pastor, I, I really like to praise the Lord. He said, But you also like cowboy boots, don't you? He said, Yeah, love cowboy boots. He said, Well, I'll buy you any pair you want if you'll keep it calm today. He said, Oh, okay. I'll, I'll, yes, sir, I'll do it. So service got to go and the music started. The tempo was there. The right song, boy, is Brother Bud's song. It was a song that he always goes, woo-hoo! He just couldn't help it. That woo-hoo started to rise up and he held it down. And, and the dance started to come and he just sat there and tapped his feet. Thinking, nice cowboy boots, nice cowboy boots, nice cowboy boots. Then the preacher got up and started preaching and he got on one of Brother Bud's favorite verses. And he's preaching on that verse. 
And our brother Buzz is like, whoo, that word just started. Holy God. Next thing you know, he just jumps up and he starts running. And he says, preacher, cowboy boots or not, I got to praise the Lord. And he just kept on going. Hallelujah. I say it's time that we too say boots or no boots, we're going to praise the Lord anyway. House or no house, we're going to praise the Lord anyway. Raise or no raise, we're going to praise the Lord anyway. Promotion or no pro promotion, we're going to praise the Lord anyway. We just know that God is good and He's worthy. He's worthy of all the praise. Hallelujah. Willows or palms, we're going to praise the Lord every day. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Will you commit to this right now? But we will bless the Lord from this time forward. Will you make that commitment right now? I'm going to bless the Lord from this time forth and forevermore. I'm going to praise the Lord. My circumstances won't change that. My willow days won't change that. My palm days won't change that. I'm making up my mind. I'm driving down my stake. I'm getting ready to run. And from this time forth and forevermore, I'm going to praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.